Good morning and welcome to episode 119 of the Sunday rendition of the Sunday conversation on Saturday morning. Yes. Um, we are presented by Loyalty Liquors. Shout out Loyalty Liquors. I think they got giveaways going on all this like crazy Father's Day specials, you know, just all, all the normal shit. Yep. And uh, we're hosted by us and uh, we are, I mean, I guess we're back in country number two of our seven countries recorded. Was it? Yeah, that was the second I mean, one, huh? Kind, yeah. Even, yeah. Either way. We're in the Bahamas, bro. <laughs> and we got a storm coming in. So we're hunkered down. Is, is that at the I mean, I can hear the wind a little bit, but I just saw the sky. Oh, yeah. oh that is. Oh, like that's a storm. A coming. thousand percent. True. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, how are you, bro? How the hell are you? Uh, I'm good, Ben. Good week was good. Uh, short, short oh, week. Shit. Short week. Memorial Day on Monday. Obviously. Come on back. Can you hear me? We're back. We're back. We are back. Uh, week was good. Month, uh, short week. Memorial Day Monday. Uh, kind of had the day off yesterday, which was nice. Uh, I did have one interesting thing happen to me. Uh, so. As everybody knows, the road to Grandmaster continues. I've had probably my two worst weeks of chess since I first started. Whatever happens, uh, I've been playing a lot of stiff competition lately. Uh, I played this French guy the other day um, in a, uh, a little tournament. So in the tournament, you play one game is white, one game is black. Uh, but he was rated like whatever, 280 points higher than me, which is a significant difference. First game, I made a bad mistake. I tried to go for a queen trade. He took the queen trade. I didn't realize because I'm a moron that the pin I was going to take his queen back with was, or excuse me, the pawn that I was going to take his queen back with was pinned by the rook. Couldn't take the queen back, resigned immediately because at that point there's, there's no point. Second game, very, very close position through the middle of the game. You know, we start to- start Wait, to what's win. the purpose of black and white? Does one of them go first? White goes first, yeah. So in theory, white has an advantage because you have an extra move and you can get to your attack faster. But the more you study this shit, the more, you know, it's just there's preparations that go into whatever move white plays first and blah, blah, blah. But second game, super close position in the middle. We we start chipping away. We start making some exchanges. I'm down on material. We get to an end game where I have my queen and two pawns and this guy has two rooks and four pawns. Now my queen is in the middle of the board and can keep putting his king in check. In chess, there's three ways to make a draw, right? Stalemate, which is when the king isn't in check but has no more legal moves. Uh, insufficient material, which is when ne neither side has enough pieces to mate the other person. Or three, rep draw by repetition, which is when you make the same moves three times both players make the same move three times so i'm at a severe disadvantage here so i start trying to play draw for repetition i just fucking start moving my queen back and forth putting his king in check he starts talking shit to me calling me a little player 
going on and on and on just being like, you know, you're only playing for the draw because you can't win. And, you know, I'm a better player than you. And I'm like, yep, you're right. But that's, you know, gamesmanship. <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking get this draw out of you. And uh, let me see if I can I'll pull it up. He's, I mean, like, was really talking shit. You play the draw because you know you lost, little player. And then he said, little player, play. And then Chains, brilliant. He called me a buffoon. <laughs> he said, um, uh, he just keeps going on and on. And then he gets to the point where he goes. So finally I gave in, right? I picked up a rook. I picked up a pawn, but it, there was just no way I was going to win the game. His pawn was too advanced. He was going to promote. There's just no way I was going to win. And uh, he sent me this at home. There is an expression. Stop making your American. That is to say, stop showing off. You were the perfect example. And he called me a loser with two O's. So I said, and it's a loser. loser a loser <laughs> and then the next morning he messaged me there's a chat feature in the app obviously and the next morning he messaged me and apologized and said his english was bad <laughs> that was so i'm now dealing with french Man, chess trolls <laughs> i was just gonna say like you must feel right back in the driver's seat like Hey, what the aaron, fuck people forget aaron, aaron was a chronic facebook poster um and You're like 15 all years that, ago. right, right. But all that, uh, practice, you know, repetition and practice <laughs> is like, here we are. Like who thought, who would ever thunk that you were going to need to be a, be an internet malice in the chess, in the chess I, did, I just regions. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I was Forums. like, what, the what fuck? was it? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm the bigger man. I didn't feed into it that much. You know, I just, I let it go, but. Yeah, so that was my week. I dealt with a, a internet, a French internet uh, chess well, troll. Anyway, little person, that seems like you had a pretty uh, little player. Pretty good, <laughs> little, little player. <laughs> little player. That's just classic. so fucked. What a dickhead. Uh, also, one other funny note. I'll just, this is more between you and I, but as she's a listener of the podcast, uh, Meredith uh, sent me a DM on Instagram yesterday. Pack Leash has reached out to her about. <laughs> having her pet become they an just influencer. Re- i just sent you that yeah i know but she, well actually it's kind of funny because neither of you have dogs right yeah and they've reached out so they're just they're scrambling now they're running out of dogs to reach they're just they're just calling well people no they da- the database is full the database is full they gotta they gotta up they're like shit we need more you know dog information the only way we're going to be able to do this is you know take the instagram and <laughs> I mean, think people are getting new dogs every day, so they're they're gonna have constant uh, new influencers and um, oh, dog by data the, up by the wazoo. Way, ben, one more thing. Hey, remember, this is 2022. This is the year of dog data. Right. <laughs> people data they've mined all the people data. <laughs> um, one more thing, Ben. Uh, as I said, we we recorded last uh what thursday 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 morning very first thing thursday morning and i said to you that the worst thing you could have as a uh, sports fan was hope and boy was i right ben because friday night blues avalanche game six games going okay they're and the avalanche scored with six seconds left in the game to go up three two and go on to win the series I told you the worst thing you could have is hope. You told me to be positive. 
you were wrong. Okay. Anywho, buddy, how's your week? How's the Bahamas? It's awesome, man. We, uh, we ran from, I guess, let's see, Thursday. So Thursday we left Georgia, drove the boat to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Um, had a major run in with a, a guy on the street. He wanted water. He started yelling at us. He growled at us. Um, he barked and, um, it was, it was quite interesting, but that was at three 30 in the morning while we were fueling up the boat. Um, then we hopped in the boat and ran 13 miles an hour in three foot seas, Jesus, about 50 miles to Bimini, which took about four hours just under. And we had 70 miles to go. Cause we were going to be running to the, the Barry islands, great Harbor. So we had to take a little pit stop in Bimini and just like rest. We got fuel and got some conch salad and just hung out for a few minutes and ended up going the, the rest of the 70 miles. So we got to Great Harbor like at maybe like 4.35 on the, would have been Friday evening. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long day, man. Or, you know, because we drove all through the night, basically got to the, you know, the marina at 5.30 a.m., slept for an hour, got on the boat at like 6.30 and started heading across the Bimini. So when we pulled in at 5.30, we were pretty much had been up for, you know, over 24 hours straight. So I was kind of ready to sleep and then we from there i mean we hung out there for a couple days we went fishing explored you know just some random shit found some beaches then we went down to well now we're down in the exumas um so we ran another 120 miles from there from great harbor which is in the berry islands down to the exumas Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been here for five days now. Went to the Pig Beach. Um, what, what a, what a, oh my God, dude. It's just so funny how like Instagram versus reality. Yeah, like, you knew exactly what is, I was going to ask you. It is unbelievable. Like, it's just crazy because like you pull up and into this, I mean, it was awesome. Like there's pigs running around everywhere. Yeah. They're fucking trying to bite you and shit. I was going to say, and I've not, heard that. Not really like bite you, but like they want food. Right. They are just trained assassins in the food department. Like, <laughs> so we had this big ass bag of carrots and you start feeding them and then they all come over just run and they over. chase you around <laughs> in the water until you throw a carrot down their throat or like splash them to get them away. But some of them are like tough enough to like, okay, that splash isn't doing jack shit to me. <laughs> um, but dude, it's like, just think about like every two seconds, a pig just taking a huge shit in the water. That's what it was, sure. you know, it's, and then up on the beach, they got this like pen and then like the sand is all trampled down. Cause it's like, like, basically, if you want, now that I realize and I've been there, there's no way to take, like, you would need to lure a pig out of the way and take a picture in the other direction and hope no one is, is behind you. 
because right. it was, it's pure chaos. Every two seconds, a boat with 30 people comes, gets off, everyone takes their pictures, you're yeah. all holding the shit. So I'm guessing for like the good, like, you know, the Instagram models and all those people that are like photo shoot, I bet you they have to pay extra. And then these guys will like get a pig. It's 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 just funny, man. It's just funny to stand there, take it all in, and then you're like, oh my god, like let's go to the pig beach. Look at all these Instagram pictures. Like you know, it's just it's it's wild. It is wild. Like how um, I guess you could just just go back to like the perception versus reality. Yeah. You know what you can create and what you can fake and don't get me wrong it's cool there's you know but it, it was just so like for me it was just so like I, like i knew it but like you know and the best part was is like randomly instagram must have known that we were heading there because this meme came across like a couple days before we got there and it was like a instagram versus reality post of the pink yeah. beach yeah. And this guy like tell you know tell says everything that I just said and it's like funny how that had had caught my um whatever my my algorithm but uh besides that dude the water is like insane it's kind of been rainy every day we haven't had like a sunny day yet which is a bummer but um shit are we frozen no i can hear you we're good <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. What, what did what was the last thing you heard? Talking about the water. Oh yeah, I said the water's beautiful, but it's it's been raining like pretty yeah. much rain showers every day. Um, but you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, you can't beat it. It's a little chilly. It's early yeah. in the year, but uh, you're, we're trying to kind of avoid hurricane season which obviously we didn't because there's there's one coming too um <laughs> nailed it but uh yeah no man it's it's cool been like snorkeled around like this underwater sea aquarium yesterday yeah and it's just like you know did uh i did my first i got my first lionfish on a spear oh that was, yeah that was nice. Using a so, uh, using a uh, uh like Hawaiian a, sling. With that's a, what I was just gonna ask. Yep. Try a try tip with barbs on it. So you're basically well, Poseidon. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Neptune. And not to mention, dude. We, so we we took a guide out fishing, and um, so we fished all day. We got a bunch of like small fish. We were going after yellowtail. But, um, I mean, we got a ton of fish, a bunch to eat. And then he's like, you guys want to get some conch? So we went and we got, you know, he took us to this spot. And uh, he's like, yeah, right down there. So it's like it's like 15 to 17 feet deep. Yeah. That was far and away the farthest I'd ever gone on my own tank. Sure. Like, so it was like I was – Spotting them from the surface. I went down four times. So I yeah. got four conch, I think, or five. And, uh, yeah, I must have gone down five times. And by the time I was done, like, I was as tired as I'd ever been. Did you have a weight belt? So, no. Probably an issue. So then the next day, though, 
or not the next day. I guess it was this was two days ago now, yep. which would have been like you know four days since we got the conch. We were down in like 17, 18 feet of water. Yeah. Like at the deepest. Yeah. And that's where we were chasing this this lionfish around. We were chasing a grouper, but I ended up getting a lionfish. But uh, felt great. Like just within, I adjusted my breathing a little bit. Yeah. I still I don't know any proper breathing techniques. I have no clue what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to, you know, um, I guess you know fire your lungs up but um it was awesome like i was basically probably went down like 10 or 15 times and like still had gas in the tank and i was like i was pretty much hooked no pun intended um definitely i enjoyed it man it was a whole different like ball game i guess when you're stalking something and like Like, you know, usually when you go snorkeling, there's no, not like a, what would you call it? Like a present, a gift at the, at the end of the snorkeling, you're kind of just going around, but if, if you're going after some conch or whatever, it's like, you got to get down there and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the. Yeah, first hey, first thing, yeah, just a little weight would help you immensely because it just oh, 100%. It takes so much less energy to get down when you have a weight belt on and so you're not using up all your energy so you can sit down there a little bit longer. It's so a weight belt would definitely help. But um that's sick. How do you like using the sling? Gangster. I, we were practicing just like you wrap it around your arm sand, and shit at sand patches. Yeah. You know, just like trying to aim, and I probably shot this little sand patch forty times and didn't hit it once. So I was like, "Shit, like this isn't very great." But then we we got and like found that lionfish, and I, I was like, "Fuck it, we gotta get him!" And I just pierced that motherfucker. And then we have a a zookeeper or whatever, so I jammed it in the zookeeper and. For, for anybody who doesn't who doesn't know google hawaiian sling and take a look it's basically like an underwater slingshot it's like it's fucking dope <laughs> they're so they're so cool uh we we had one in san diego we had you know had two or three spear guns and then we had i forget who even had the hawaiian sling someone was of course like a very like almost like Taylor Dubois-esque was like, oh, I'm going to get a Hawaiian sling, <laughs> but they're fucking, they're sick. Um, that's dope. Did you run into, you, you seen uh, Coconut Brian yet? No, that Coconut Brian, we were about to go see Coconut Brian, but we're going to be hanging with him for a few days. Like, we'll see. Maybe, in depending on whatever this storm does. We still, we got basically, uh, let's see, 120, 70 yeah we got like we got 200 something miles in between coconut brian and uh, us right now so wow really um, that far yeah dude we're deep we're like i didn't even realize the we're bahamas more, were like that big we're more than halfway down the exumas if you if you got a map i'm, I'm looking at a map as we speak ben uh yeah. oh, okay. and they're they're dead nuts in the middle Oh, well, look at that. How about that? I guess it is, huh? Yep. 
Um, uh, I had something else to say. Conk. Oh, 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 oh. So with the pig beach, did, did you guys just take your boat or did you have to pay to go? Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So with the pig beach, did you guys have to pay to go or did you take no. your own boat? No, we took the, took the boat. So, so you can pull up with your own boat and go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like 200 something ahead for the, to get out of one of those other boats. It's what it says. Ugh, fucking a. Or is it one twenty? Uh, hold on one second. I think it said it's one sixty eight per person for half a day. Exuma Water Sports is a highly rated tour operator that offers half day and a full day swimming with big tours. Tours with this outfitter cost one sixty eight per person for a half day excursion and three fifty per person for a full day trip. Um, um, Aaron, one of the coolest things I need you to Google right now is Thunderball Grotto. That was the coolest thing down here so far. Um, that's where that James Bond was filmed. Oh, we're doing this, the swim throughs and stuff. Yeah. Like we did every swim through you could. It was, I mean, basically it's like a coral reef inside of a rock structure. It's a cave. I mean, a giant cave, but it was, it was, that was. How, how were the swim throughs? Were any of them like, like, like nervously tight? Oh, nope. It was, I mean, the one was probably like 12 feet from actually like 15 feet from air to air. We'll call yeah. it. The other one was like, you know, just swimming through the side of the wall, which was like, you know, four feet. A um, little bit of a current, so you had to kick. And the other thing, you had to stay down because it came up. It, it's just jagged coral yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So you kind of like put your hand up in the air every time you come out of the water just to make sure you're not going to crank your head. There's a lot of like low stalactites or stalagmites. Which ones come I, I down? Don't, I don't remember. Uh, like stalag coral stalagmites. Stalag might is that right might my uh oh, wait no might goes up because it might touch the top ah wow ben that's a nifty little trick to remember that's a uh okay yep i think you're right i can't find the answer so you're right or i could find the answer but i'm not gonna sit here for 10 minutes right. and read an article and it's just um either way so that was really that was that was badass thunderball grotto um we went to an iguana beach with like um, the marine just, iguanas oh yeah monsters dude monsters like dinosaur looking weird iguanas. <laughs> there's there's certain places people eat those i think wait I, didn't we talk about that on this podcast What's that? People eating iguanas? Oh yeah, I, I just there, there was that's a big delicacy down in uh, on the island. Um, what was it? Utila? They eat iguana. The locals yeah. down in Honduras. But uh, I also they do that shit in Florida because they're invasive. I've been watching a guy that that um, blow darts iguanas along <laughs> canals in Florida. No, I'm serious. Tim Wells. Believe you. He's like some hunter guy. And he uses blow darts. Yes. 
of all the weapon choices. <laughs> That's taking the Hawaiian sling to a, yeah, a whole nother it's level. A, it's a blow dart with fishing line attached to it. So like you dart it. And then so they're, they're it not in. even like poison blow darts. You like reel no. them in. Yes. dude. That's Tim so Wells. weird. I, if I remember correctly, in one of the Bourdain books, he talks about being somewhere in like Asia or something like that. And I think it was a cook's tour and he was somewhere in Asia and he was talking about how he just had like this great meal and he was like stuffed. And then the producers for his show wanted him to eat like a guana, which was like a like a tourist attraction thing in the area. And he wanted nothing to do with it. And he said it was like disgusting. And he was like so annoyed that he he was sitting there eating a guana. I think that's right. I think my memory serves properly. Um, what a weird, I'm just looking at pictures of iguanas. They really are. They just look like, like little dinosaurs. Weird fucking. I mean, animals. who's to say they aren't like you could hypothetically take a close up picture of an iguana, say that it was 45 feet long and ta-da dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Some mini velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny, buddy. Um, what, uh, what's the plan for you? You guys are there for what? Yeah, we're here. Week well, or so? We're in the Zoomas until either Monday or Tuesday, depending on the day that we can um, head back. We're waiting on the weather now. I mean, the wind is whipping right now. I'm like over on the calm side of the house, too. Um, yeah, I mean, just brutal, Benny. You know, you guys are just... Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, that's a storm. Anybody who's ever been on an island and seen clouds like that knows that that's a storm coming. Pretty decent views, though, from, from the deck, huh? Totally. Really cool island. We're on, um, we're, uh, it's called Great Guana Key. Not Great Iguana Key, Great Guana Key. And its town is called Black Point. Exumas, Bahamas. Uh, e- oh, very, very nice, Ben. <laughs> it's like I'm there with you. Yeah, you are. As you I hear, are. as I hear the the traffic of 91 South in in behind me. Um, very, very, very nice. Very beautiful. It's like being there. Yeah, this is just like Martha's Vineyard, basically. You know. <laughs> It's the same thing. Water's like, I guess, a little bit different color, but that's about it. Um, which, you know, that's where I'll be in, in two weeks. So, um, it's just an island island podcast. Now we're the island boys. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's ex- that's right. <laughs> island with a Z. I Z L A N D. Um. I think I'm going to go fishing tomorrow for the first time this year. Oh, actually, that's... Uh, oh, dude. You got to work on your dock rolls. Like dock rolls? Your, your, your dock skips. I was watching a guy. Oh, skipping under a dock? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good at that at all. In fact, my, my dock skip usually go like this. Like, I can get it to where it's got to go, but I basically just whip my lure in at about 100 miles an hour, and it just smashes under the dock. So... I would say it's probably not the best way to do it. It gets the but, lure uh, where it needs to be. 
It's just more aggressive way of doing it. What's your plan? What what vessel? What mode of transportation are you just gonna fish fish a bank somewhere? Um, yeah, I think what I'll do is probably uh, go fish the. Uh, well, here, I'll, okay. So I'm in a bit of a conundrum. I uh, I was driving to where the fuck was I going last weekend? Oh, I was going up to uh, my girlfriend's. Uh, country club on on monday to to go sit by the pool it's been very hot here this past week um actually just as an aside but not to, this is a weather podcast and i hate talking about the weather Come on but, back. we're good we're good we're good okay i hate talking about the weather but this is almost worth bringing up tuesday in the middle of the day here it was about 95 96 degrees and then by the time eight o'clock rolled around it was down into the high 70s no storm, nothing. Temperature dropped like 20 degrees over the course of two hours, just on its own. It was very strange. Um, so anyways, Monday, driving up to Waterbury to uh, my girlfriend's family's country club. And it's taking me this back way through Hamden. And I found that, well, this lake that I had driven by, it's a reservoir. I'd driven by plenty of times. The main part of it uh, is like Whitney Avenue bisects this, this, uh, this lake this reservoir so i was going up these back roads and there's like this spot that is like covered in lily pads and it's like it's off the road and like i don't know maybe have to hop a fence but if you do it's like secluded enough where i don't think anybody would see you and it's covered in lily pads and it's one of those places that's covered in lily pads and you know nobody ever fishes it because it's probably illegal to fish it so I might go fish there tomorrow, break the law. Uh, if yeah, not, nobody really knows where this is and nobody, you know, it's not really breaking the law. Right. It's not. That's it's, really it's, well, exactly. You know, listen, if anybody were ever to like stop me and be like, Hey, what are you doing? I'd be like, you know, uh, catch and release, let them go, let them grow. Um, so I'll either do that or I'll go fish at one of the, uh, regional water authority lakes that I have that, uh, have that pass for, but I don't know. We're in a weird time. It's kind of post spawn. The fish are going to be a little tired. Well, actually, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we might be catching the tail end of the spawn. So we'll see, but, uh, I got to replant my plants, Ben. I, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of, uh, housekeeping things to take care of. Uh, I made, uh, made chicken parm last night, uh, for God, the first time in fucking forever. What a, pain in the ass i forgot how much like because i now obviously having a pasta machine i make my own pasta so i'm you know made my own pasta pounded out the cutlets you know had to fry the cutlets then then i got to make the sauce and the same thing i realized i need another i need another cast iron pan another big one because i had to use the same one to fry the cutlets that i used to make the sauce so that slowed everything took me like three hours start to finish but i wouldn't tell people that i wouldn't tell people that you only have one cast iron well i i have two but one of them isn't big enough to handle enough sauce never they're never gonna think that you're gonna be running that michelin star restaurant if you only have one uh buddy i have a a a culinary school trained sister uh she's gonna be the one running the restaurant i'm just doing the wine program yeah well by the by the looks of it, that's going to be your uh, your 500th episode gift as of right now. <laughs> that's a 
at the rate we're going. See, I told you that there was like there was a few months ago where we were talking about this, and I was like, you should just get it now. Like that's the time to do it. And you didn't listen to me. And good lord, yeah, seventeen hundred bucks for Ethereum. Yeah. I mean, well, we're well, looking. Was at, crazy. Uh, what was it like last year? Or March two years 4th, ago, at this time, it was, it was like five hundred bucks. Uh, two years ago, it was five hundred bucks. Yeah, what, what month are we? It's June. Oh, it's birthday month for us, Ben. On my birthday in twenty twenty, it was two hundred twenty seven dollars and ninety two cents. What a time to be alive! God, what a year twenty twenty one was, huh? I just looked. It was eighteen hundred bucks in February of twenty twenty one. It's basically the same price now, which all things considered is not like, it's not terrible. I mean, fuck, Apple's down an obscene amount in the last, Apple's down 30%, you know, it's not just, it's not, here's the thing, Benny, this is going to go on for a while. It's not going to get better. It's going to, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Most likely Gas is fucking, gas prices are ridiculous. Everything's ridiculous, man. It's just a crazy time. Oh, you want to talk about gas prices? Yeah, what's it costing down there? $7.90 (laughs) a gallon. But hey, it's fine because we haven't run 400 miles burning uh, 0.9 gallons a mile or anything. So. (laughs) 0.9 gallons a mile. God. On the triple on the way over at one point we were we were burning, we were getting like 0.6 miles to the gallon because it was so rough. How big's the and how big's the fuel tank? 290 gallons. Well, oh, so that's you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that's relatively cheap. Only cost you 2100 bucks to fill her up. Yeah, no, it's not too bad. All these people bitching about having big trucks and all that stuff, you know, it's like, give me a fucking break. I, well, I, I follow a lot of these sport fishing accounts and they're like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, gas prices are bad, but try burning 150 gallons an hour. Yeah, seriously. That's what some of those big sport fishing yachts, easy, 150 gallons an hour. What? what? Running at like 30 knots, but. Like this other account I follow, this guy that's doing a fishing world tour. You got to follow him. Bad Company Fishing. I think I sent. Yeah, you told me about him, right? Yeah. Yeah. His his support yacht right now is running across the Atlantic at twelve knots, burning seventy gallons an hour with two thirty, a thirty six foot and a thirty four foot boat on top of that boat. Jesus Christ. And with what octane is marine fuel? It has to be around 90. Like okay. 89, 90. Dude, then it like starts to make you wonder. It's like, you know, I've probably seen, I don't know, a couple, at least, at least a billion dollars, like easy worth of, of like yachts on this trip. Like sure. easy. Yeah, when you got that much money, yeah. you're not worried. You're not. No, but it's more like this is at sea. People yeah. forget about being at sea, and this this other whole, you know, there's hundreds and thousands and thousands of boats around here that are all worth 
you know, 30, 40, 50 to, you know, $2 million. Right. And then you're, you know, it's like, you're not, you kind of forget about like, Oh wait, look at all the fucking money involved in this as well. You know? And it's like every Island down here that is, you know, their entire livelihood is based off of, you know, tourism and it's just, it's crazy, man. There's it's a whole, like going through Central America and all that, like you see pockets of, of like big time wealth. Right. But then down here, it's it's all wealth. Yeah. All. Except for the people that live there. Right. But even them, you know, it's like this is the person that we're renting from. It's this thing. This place is like, you know, almost a thousand bucks a night, I think. Right. And it's just a house behind their other house. And they yeah. have eight of them. And it's good business like yeah so they got some nice ass boats down there so i believe it well hey listen we're running we're running out of time we still don't have a solution also that boston whaler is the official boat of the bahamas it's okay that's nice. never seen never seen more boston whalers in my life like everywhere you look so it's funny to see like montauk 17 that's like the, the primary boat on the exumas everybody's got a 17 and that's you know that's from what 10 miles from the shore you know 12 miles from the shore of connecticut fucking right provide. So go go northeast go northeast uh benny go enjoy your vacation buddy we'll chat good chat i love you Is it about to die? How many minutes are we at? <laughs> Less than like 30 seconds. All right. Well, dude, I hope you catch some fish. To-